Hello, listeners. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp offers online therapy, which is something I have personally benefited from and believe in. Online therapy is a tool I have used to talk things through with the therapists that are difficult before I handle talking them out with whoever is intimidating me at the moment. Turns out I am easily intimidated, but online therapy has helped me work through it. BetterHelp can help you too, because I know for me, keeping things bottled up has had a negative effect on my life and just weighed me down. When I prioritize letting it out and letting go, I feel freer, lighter, just basically better. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clink today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash clink. Where are all my lady listeners at? Because I am talking to you. Is your time of month an easy breezy situation? Or are you like me? And for about a week before your period starts, all you want to do is stay in bed and also eat anything and everything. Or maybe you're experiencing the joys of menopause or that sneaky bee perimenopause. Well, then ladies, you've got to try Hormone Harmony. Hormone Harmony is made by the Happy Mammoth Company, which I've been a big fan of for a while now. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called aptogens. Now, here's the beauty about aptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it, but it's perfect for those horrible menopausal symptoms that put a woman's life on hold like hot flashes, night sweats, racing thoughts, low moods, poor sleep, feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas, no desire to be in bed with someone. You know what I mean? Yes, Hormone Harmony can help with all those things. And the biggest benefit is feeling like yourself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 17,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code CLINK at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use code CLINK for 15% off today. CLINK CLINK ladies. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, White Wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like White Wine, True Crime, and In Bed by Nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are Housewives of True Crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. Hello. Summertime. I mean, not legitimately summer because it's so still close. spring, but it's so close to summer. Summer yeah. for me. Yeah. I took a red eye last night, so I am uh, fresh and fancy. What do they say? I don't know. I had two I hours. Think you sleep. rode hard and put away wet. I, yeah, that's, that's what, I what it is. <laughs> so what it is. I don't think there's anything fresh or fancy about it. And a red eye from Dallas is not really a red eye because it's two and a half hours. So it's like you get two and a half hours sleep. But let me tell you, 
I had no idea that the airport was going to be so effing busy. I know it's a holiday weekend, so it's a memorial weekend. Correct. But a Thursday and my flight was at 1159. So I had no clue. Like I got there. I would not think. And I was late. Like I was sweating it. And I don't sweat being late to the airport ever. I'm always, you know, coming in hot. But last night I was really, I was like, dude, I have to make this airplane. I have all this shit going on for the end of the school year today. So I made it. But you made it by the seat of your pants. Yes. And I'm going to have, I'm having coffee now. I'm going to have a prime later. Okay. It's working for you. Well, I went out last night. Where did you go? I went to some women networking thing, which I was invited to multiple times. Does and I said, like you. <laughs> I was like, I was like, no, no, I cannot imagine you at anything no. like that. That is not way. my fucking jam. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to network about shit. I don't want to tell people shit about what I do. No, but um, I am easily corrupted. And it started with the moms all participated in some big gold rush day at the school. And so they found they felt like and I did not participate. Another thing I took a pass on. (laughs) So (laughs) but I accepted an opportunity to have a day drink after the gold rush thing. And so, I mean, that's all it takes to corrupt me. Right. (laughs) Oh, and then they they got you the drink and then they were like, hey, we're also doing this. You should come. And you were like, "Okay." Only one of them. Yes. Yes. Which I didn't realize. I thought they were all going. Oh, but any- only one went. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you should come with me to this thing. And I said, no, I'm already in my pajamas. It was like 430. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you can get out of your pajamas. Yeah, she did. And so I said, okay, I'll have a Red Bull. And so I did. And I wore all black because I hate my clothes. And, you know, I want to be warm. It's so cold here. Dude, right? I cannot believe how cold California is, you guys. Usually in the Valley of California, it's it's at least 20 degrees warmer than the, the ocean. It was as cold, as cold as ocean. I have so many cute clothes for warm weather, warm weather mm-hmm. but not for cold. And I hate being cold. Well, I walked in to this networking thing at a new store in downtown, and all these bitches are in cute summer outfits with like real cute hats. Oh, casual. (laughs) You know, I was like, I don't want to look like a slob. I don't want to wear my all my jeans are ripped, you know, but you could have all in ripped jeans. Yeah, they were all like so effortly stylish and perfect. It's Orange County. I know. So I did not fit in. And then they asked me what I did, you know, what I was there to network for. And I was like, oh, did you say I'm just I'm just no, I said, no, I'm like, no, I'm just I'm I'm just here hanging out with my friend. She injects shit in your face. So like she's a good person to network with. Right. (laughs) And I do something online. It's totally boring. That's what I told him. And then (laughs) (laughs) after a couple of champagnes, my friend is like, oh, come on, just tell her. Just tell this girl we're talking to. So I did mm-hmm. and tell her I do the podcast thing. And she's like, I don't, you know, I don't listen to podcasts. Won't, won't. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, let's pull out your phone. Yeah. You know, because you got to do that for people that don't listen to podcasts. You got to show them where the app is. It's true. Okay. It's 
true. It'll change. And I'm like, listen, this is my good deed for the day because I don't even care if you listen to mine. No, it'll change. Listening your life. to podcasts will change your life. Yes. Okay. You're right. Makes the time go by faster. So I pull out her phone, hit the podcast app, and the Wi-Fi like didn't work or something. Oh. So nothing would load. And then I felt like a 100% loser. loser. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm never putting myself out there and being vulnerable like this oh, again. I do okay. have a real podcast and it does come up on your phone. Oh, it's not yeah. yours. Your phone is stupid. I've had that before. <laughs> it's like so <laughs> lame. <laughs> Their phone's not updated or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm glad you did that. I also told a bunch of people yesterday when I was at a funeral what I did. Finally, they asked me and I was like, I, oh, it shit. Feels not those people. Kind of weird, right? <laughs> I know those well, people. I know. And we kind of talk about those people sometimes. But <laughs> I also, I'm at a funeral and I'm talking about, like, they were like, what? You do crime? <laughs> like, yeah, you, you talk asshole. about dead people. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, crime, just, crime life. Just a crime little. Life. Yeah. Um, today's episode actually is, um, it's really not crime light. It's kind of crime. Well, crime heavy, but not awful. It's a shorter one. So, um, we will talk about that, but before we talk about our crime, Gretchen did a crime on Patreon that you guys should go and listen to. And if you listen on Apple, you can go on the bonus and, it's called the Clink Clink Club. And if you don't listen on Apple, you can listen on patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime. You get a new episode every Thursday and one bonus crime a month. So check us out there. Also, we're on YouTube, you guys. So if you haven't seen us and you haven't subscribed, please do so. Even if you don't want to watch us, it just helps us uh, with our a listener today level. posted a picture of us on the YouTube oh, yes, on the TV while she was doing laundry. laundry. Yes. I'm so flattered. Dude, I love like listening, listening, watching to shit when I'm doing laundry. And I feel totally. like I'm doing laundry every damn day of my life. Um, every day. Probably because I am. But yeah. So yeah. Thank you for watching us on YouTube. That's fun. Also on Spotify, you can give us comments if you listen there. Um, we've gotten some interesting ones. I'll just say that. Uh, but you can leave nice ones. That's nice. We like those. Um, and you'll get them published. Also, if you go on our website, there is a little button on the right side where you guys can chat with us. You can give us a message. You can talk about it. Oh, also, you guys, I never talked about, did we talk about this on the real podcast about cheaters? Um, and if people have had adultery in our, in our friend group here and people wrote, dude, a lot of you have had some interesting lives and it was really okay, fun. You know, to let's, read. It, let's compile those experiences and talk about that on Patreon. Yeah, let's I do think. it. Okay. Let's, okay. let's definitely do okay. that. And we will I'll never say names. We are Mum's the word. Um, so if you guys have any extras, want to tell us some really juicy story that nobody will ever know it's you. We, we are living for it, people. We, we are. So just email yeah. us at housewives of true crime at gmail.com or you could go and message us on any of our platforms. But yeah, that is oh, we love it. We love it, you guys. And I know you yeah. guys love it too. 
So let's get to this week's case. All right. This week's case comes out of Mississippi. Am I cricket letter, cricket letter? I fucking knew you were going to say it. You cannot not say it. (laughs) It's our favorite thing. And she always says it like it's new. Like no one's ever heard it. You know how I used to hear it? That was from my grandma. Uh-huh. I know. I know. Everybody knows. <laughs> but every time I hear the word, that's what I hear in my head, too. So I just have to say it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's brought to one of brought to us by one of our favorite listeners. Her name is Mary. I want to tell you a little bit about Mary. She lives in Mississippi. She comes to Texas all the time to visit her grandbabies. And she is like one of this like cutest, happiest ladies. Maybe you'll meet her. Did you meet her yet? I think I met her daughter. Yes. Lindsay is her daughter and she's a good friend of mine. And then Mary, you just are like, and I know she's listening right now, but I'm always like, I'm sorry for anything I say bad because she is like the most wholesome lady ever. Well, if she likes listening to us, then she's got a dirty side. So she's got it. We we get on just fine. (laughs) Yeah. She keeps it in there. I know. Mm -hmm. I know that about her. Yeah. So anyways, um, I will give a little disclaimer. I said it's not a long case, but I I do think there are some real lessons in this one, um, especially for us to have kids that are, you know, like the teenage years are just trying to navigate being open with your kids. I think we've talked about that lately, Gretchy, just about mm-hmm. how to get your kids to talk to you and be open about everything, sex, drugs, mental health, all of that. So yeah, um, this case takes place in the university or at actually the university of Mississippi. Do you know this? Do you know this? Um, this university, Gretchy? No. Is it one of those ones? Is it Ole Miss? It's Ole Miss. Oh, yes. okay. So I know. Okay. We're going to say the roll tide roll or you got to say something. <laughs> no, that's not- I don't know what they say. <laughs> I don't know. But I know it's one of those like football schools that everybody's like crazy for. It is. It you is. know, I don't really follow college ball. Sorry. Dude, it's, it's like if you live in this area in the South, you call you college ball is more than NFL. I feel like, yeah, people are in it. And that is how this school is. I had no idea before I moved to Texas, Ole Miss or Roll Tide or any of those schools. Mm-hmm. Um, but this school is like where you want to be. If you're in the South, this is where my friend Lindsay went. Um, also I don't really consider Texas the South although it is, I guess, considered South. It's kind of its own kind of entity. And then I was thinking, they do say the South, right? Like, mm-hmm. Ew, you live in the South. Well, I say the Texas. So I think I'm politic- or grammatically, <laughs> grammatically correct saying oh. the South. No? I mean, the, the Texas. Anyways, let's go to Mississippi. It's where you want to go. And they do not say Roll Tide. They say Hot Toddy. Hot toddy, mm-hmm. old Miss, hot toddy. Get so it. When, when I was asking Lindsay, I was like, okay, so are you a hot toddy? Like, is that what the guys say? Like when you walk mm-hmm. by, they're like, oh, there's that hot toddy. Cause that's what I think it should be. And she right? goes, no, it's more like a greeting. 
Like when you walk by somebody, you go hot toddy. <laughs> like okay. that's not very fun. Okay, whatever. It's not as fun as like you're a hot toddy, like a disco biscuit. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Okay. It's located in Oxford, Mississippi, which has a population of 25,000. It looks super cute. The houses are not cheap because I think, I don't know, but I can only imagine that it's because the school itself has a population of 24,000. So basically the school double or when school's in session, the town population doubles. Oh, yeah. It's like Cal Poly is the same way in yeah. San Luis Obispo where I went. Like it doubles when the kids are there, uh, which I think creates for good real estate investments because totally. there's not a lot of places to live unless you're like on campus. So just a few years ago in 2016, a young high school senior named Ali Costile from Missouri was thinking about her next steps in life and chose to move to the big campus of Ole Miss. She joined a sorority, made tons of friends and enjoyed life. Ellie, I would say on the outside, looked like your typical sorority Southern belle, blonde, blue hair, (laughs) blonde, blue hair, not blue hair, blonde, blue eyed, (laughs) big smile, Mm -hmm. cute as a button, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. She was bright. She was eager. She loved sunsets. She even had an Instagram for that. Um, she wanted to bring a lot of joy into people's lives. Um, and I mean, she seemed like your all around good girl. She's a happy person. She's the happy one. During Ali's okay. first year, she meets a boy, a cute one, a clean cut just her type named Brandon Thiesfeld. Brandon was from Fort Worth, Texas. His dad was a doctor. He had some siblings. I mean, this guy seemed like the guy for Allie. To top it off, Allie loved Texas. She had a thing for it. And some of us do. Some Uh, people. Some people. Some people like cowboys. And listen, I get it. See a cute cowboy? It's hot. Although Brandon was from Cowtown, he wasn't the typical cowboy. He was more of like a clean cut guy. So there was a problem, however, with these two relationship. And that is that Ali was more into Brandon than Brandon was into her. Brandon, really too young. That is tough. (laughs) It's tough. Yeah. Been there, girl. Oh, been there. But they always, always always have to like you more than you like that. 100%. And this is where I am like, these are the lessons that we have to kind of instill in our children early on. And it is like, I don't know what it is, but I fell for this shit too. Like I had so many people that just were not that into me and I still kept trying, you know? And Mm -hmm. it's like, until I got older and wiser and I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. That is like balls to the walls. Brandon really at that time was too young to settle down. So I don't really blame him either. Right. For like being an asshole. He's 18. What? He's like early. Tw- oh, he's 18. 18. Oh, 18. Yeah. 18. Yeah. And an 18 year old boy in maturity level is much different than an 18 year old girl. Right. Oh, Totally. So Allie wanted something serious and Brandon just didn't. 
Allie would text and call Brandon a little too much and actually to the point where Brandon blocked her number. At this point, I wish that somebody or I or you or anybody could have said, move on and don't ever look back. Um, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't over communicate. No. And she had it going on. I'm telling you, this girl was like a looker. So yeah. she could have dated anyone. I am Be sure unavailable. of it. You belong to our sorority. There's lots of other people to tons, talk to. Tons. Don't fixate on one boy at a time. Oh, I know. Or girl, whatever your flavor, just don't fixate on one at a time. No, yeah. especially at 18, 19, 20. Shoot. Mm-hmm. Live it up, girl. Yeah. And so for the next couple of years, it seemed like Allie did move on. Like he blocked her number. She couldn't really get a hold of him. She probably saw him. Have you ever house. been blocked? I don't, no. I've never been blocked. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> so it was extra. Okay. It was really okay. extra. Um, Brandon wasn't really seen back into Allie's life until her junior year. I guess he unblocked her phone number or something and started seeing Allie once again. It isn't clear what brought the romance back, but we do know that the two started seeing each other romantically and their old ways started back too. Allie would become desperate and Brandon would back away more. I think this is very common. Um, and it's one of those lessons you have to instill. You have to learn. And listen, we are, none of us are above being desperate. No, we both certainly have. Yes. But you only let your close girlfriends see that side of your craziness. Yes. You pick, you you pick one to three girls and three is even pushing it. I mean, we have a great kind of close core group that we could talk our stuff to and we know it's not going anywhere, but sometimes you just need one. Listen, some of us did some drive-bys. Some <laughs> of us did more than that. <laughs> some of us still had passwords. All right. Okay. Yeah. These were things we all did in our 20s. But we those men affiliated are none the wiser to this day. Oh yeah, no way. No effing way. No, no, no way. No way. Yeah. Keep that shit on lock. Yeah. So I also, so I have a friend that had a son or has a son that was over texting at like 12 years old. Okay. So he was like on this text thread and he's like, God break that. Yeah. Yes. And she got it right away. She was like, dude, you look freaking desperate. What is going on? Mm -hmm. And he didn't kind of get it. Right. Cause they're like, he's young and he's like, wait, but it's like, why aren't you getting back to me? Why aren't you texting me? Why aren't you texting me? Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? And it's like, dude, Mm -mm, that mm -mm. is no, don't do that. So she takes it on herself, like at an appropriate time age to be like, these are the correct ways to communicate. These are the ways that make you look like you're psycho or desperate or a little too much. Let's, let's tone it down. Yes. And I guess I would just say proper etiquette on messaging. Yeah. I hate people. They get it twisted when you don't text them right back. Like if I'm having lunch with someone, I'm not going to text you back. If I'm doing any like a thing, I'm I'm not. When I get in my car, I'll text you, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like don't be like, hello, hello, hello. Like 
it's not going to work out. <laughs> it's not going to work out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks, Astapro, for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster, bro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC, Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. Listeners, remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro.co slash clink okay so unfortunately Allie was a little too overbearing and it's also unfortunate that Brandon didn't know how to be kind and gracious with 
Ali's behavior or how to manage it in his own head. I can imagine the more that he pulled away, the more that Ali tried to reel him in. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a cycle. And like you said, we've, we've been there. Yeah. When Brandon became really distant from Allie in April of 2018, her junior year, she sent Brandon a text that was jarring. It was a picture of a pregnancy test and it was so-called inconclusive. She said it was a real faint blue line, but maybe not. While Brandon was having none of this, he responded back to her that he was not down to have a baby and that would ruin his life. And there was a pill to take care of it. Allie kept at it with Brandon, asking him if they could meet up, if they could talk about it. And Brandon would either just not reply back to her or he would say he would meet up with her, but then just cancel plans, day of. This really unhealthy relationship went back and forth for months and neither of them said a word about this pregnancy or this like, you know, Allie never told her friends that she thought she was pregnant and Brandon never told his friends that he might've knocked up a chick. Okay. It was very just in their own realm of themselves. You know, you can buy positive pregnancy tests. Yeah, on like I know. It's kind of weird, right? Shady. And I'm like, uh, inconclusive, like take another one, <laughs> like yeah. right then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By summer, Allie decided that she was going to stay at school and take some summer classes. So Brandon, oh, so she was still at Ole Miss and Brandon was kind of going back and forth from Texas to Mississippi. Allie kept texting Brandon about her weekend benders and how she like drank all the time and she was drunk most of the time. And she texted some things like, maybe this is just going to take care of the problem being drunk. The text messages are immature and yeah, they are also terrifying. If you are pregnant, (laughs) like totally, that is really not the right way to go. About- well, that leads me to believe that this girl girlfriend did not really think she was pregnant. She's and just using it to manipulate. You're right. Yeah. Um. In June, Allie did it again. She sent him another inconclusive pregnancy test. But I mean, we've all been pregnant and had a baby. So we know that by this point, you would be over four months pregnant and it would be clear as day that you were Mm -hmm. having a baby in your belly. If it was like me, you'd be asleep because you could not stay awake. (laughs) You wouldn't be on those (laughs) weekend benders all night. Um, And you'd be eating red bell peppers like three meals a day. I would be eating donuts. For some weird weird reason. (laughs) I would be eating donuts and not look like I was four months pregnant. I'd look like I was eight already. (laughs) Ten. She does get huge. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so, So you're right. Like girlfriend wasn't pregnant. We also find out later for sure she wasn't pregnant. There is some like on one of the like 48 hours or something I read, it was like by this time, maybe she had had a miscarriage, but I don't think so. Right. I can not definitively say that, but I can know what it's like to be in Ali's situation and 
also know it's very tempting to pull the pregnancy card but here's the thing if you do that you are not they're not going to come back they're like i'm going to avoid that trouble if i can get out of this situation with this young lady then i'm not ever going back with her again because i don't want the possibility of that happening yeah because ah. clearly she doesn't know how to prevent that no. So it's not it it you're not gonna yield the results that you want are hoping for. I know. Yeah. And you're gonna look nuts. Yes. Brandon being a very naive 20 something year old now at this point, mentally couldn't handle the idea of having a kid. And he also couldn't handle like he just is too immature to realize that she's not pregnant. Like she's manipulating him, right? Right, right. Yeah. She, when she texted him the second pregnancy test, he texted her back. The answer is the same as before. He wasn't going to have a kid and take care of it. He was serious about it. Allie asked him if she can see him and talk to him about it in person. And Brandon finally agrees and says and says he's going to meet her. And he he does. He doesn't flake on her this time. He texts Ellie back and asks if she is private or has privacy at her house, which he's asking if she is home alone. Then on July 19th, Ellie goes out to a bar before she meets up with Brandon. She Ubers back after midnight. Brandon picks her up and they drive about 30 minutes to an abandoned fish camp to where Ellie thinks I bet she's gonna like get closer to Brandon with this she story. She's gonna get laid. Like, talk about it. Yeah. Right. But that's not what happened. Brandon unfortunately lost all of his moral compass, all of his intelligence, and all of his pretty boy goody two shoes about him. And instead of working it out with Allie, he drove Allie to the fish camp to kill her. He we don't know exactly what happened by the lake, but we do know that. Brandon brought a gun. Brandon had planned to bring a gun because he went back to Fort Worth to get it and then drove to Ole Miss with it. He took Allie to the lake. They were out like outside of the car and he shot her eight times and then left her there and drove away. It didn't take long for someone to find Allie. Just the next day at 1030 in the morning on July 20th, a patrolling officer rolled up to the fish camp and found this sweet, beautiful Allie lying on the ground. Not far from where she lay, her purse, her ID and uh, were there, but Allie's phone was missing. But Allie had an Apple watch and that was left in her room and that held all the clues that we needed mm -hmm. to find who did this to Allie. Brandon Thiesfeld obviously was the person that they wanted to talk to. And they called up Brandon and they, he was cooperative. He was like, yeah, no problem. I'll come to the station tomorrow. Well, guess what? Brandon didn't come to the station tomorrow. Brandon yeah. was on the run. And Brandon wasn't very smart. He got caught pretty close. He got caught in Memphis um, and it looked like he was probably trying to drive back down to Fort Worth. Um, he had the 40 caliber gun with him in the car. He had blood on his clothes and there was also a letter in his car to his family that basically said that he had bad thoughts for years, like maybe 
having these like thoughts of killing people weren't just because of Allie. Really? Yeah. He said he wasn't a good person and it wasn't his parents fault. He said that he knew he was going to get caught and either he was going to go to prison or he was going to die. I don't know if he meant he was going to get the like death penalty or he was going to kill himself or I don't know. I don't know what he meant by that. Brandon was detained and taken into custody. Authorities pieced the case together pretty quickly. It didn't take long. And basically, Brandon pretty much decided the days before Allie's death that he was going to kill her. He was at home in Fort Worth with his family. He got the gun, uh, took it back to Mississippi. He didn't even really know how to use the gun. He actually had to Google how to use it. They also found on his computer that he looked up different ways of abortion, different, like if you could have an abortion by a pill. So I know he was like thinking that, right. Mm -hmm. Then he started looking up ways to get away with murder. Up, uh, Ted Bundy. Brandon's demons, I think, were pooling in his head, and he unfortunately did the unthinkable. Brandon, thankfully, would save Allie's family from a horrible trial because we know how that goes, and he pled guilty. He took um, life in prison instead of the death penalty by pleading guilty. And Brandon's mom, oh, I was going to say, he he Googled Ted Bundy and how Ted Bundy like lured his victims, which is pretty alarming, right? Like, yeah, that is a strange choice. I mean, because he wasn't, a, I mean, obviously he wasn't going to have to lure Allie. She's, she's ready and willing. No, but then I'm like, well, shit, I've like also Googled But maybe that. He's, a, he's attracted <laughs> to like something about that that the murdering which is disturbing but you know yeah. before he told me like that little piece of the puzzle that maybe he had these demons and that mm-hmm. inside him and that is what resulted in him killing mm-hmm. i was thinking you know what in the beginning of this we were talking about how important it is to talk to your kids and one of the things that we should be talking to them about is you can talk to us about anything the world do not put all this pressure on them if you knock someone up Yes. Come tell us. There is no need to be a murdering or killing yourself or anything. It is there is nothing that you can do that is going to be the end of the world. We will find a way to get through it. Yes. So and I'll bet you if he would have told like if Brandon was our kid and he would have told one of us and we were the mama, we would have been like, girl is playing you. Okay. I know. (laughs) yeah. Totally. So let's, you know, let me have a chat with her. Right. Because we'd know all the like, we'd know like, all the questions to ask her right away. And it would be, it would be done. Yes. A hundred percent. So, so that's really unfortunate. I will tell you that Brandon's mom, um, came out on 48 hours and basically said that like, she, she like urges parents to talk to their kids because of that. Like, even if he had these really crazy thoughts about like, say he was ultimately going to be a serial killer, or he had these thoughts of doing stuff. 
I am not a psychologist or a psychiatrist. Like I don't know, but I am sure there is a way to get help for that. And it, it feels scary, but I think we do need to talk to our kids about like all of that. Like if you do the unthinkable, like if you think your life is going to be over also, yes, I think there's a lot of pressure, dude. He had a dad that was a doctor. I'm sure there was a lot of pressure on him to also be a successful human. And then it's like, dude, I knocked up some girl. How am I going to get from like a to B if I have a kid? that you still can get there, buddy. Life throws you You a lot of curveballs, and it doesn't always look like what we think it's going to look like. There is nothing you can do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I think except murder, we can't undo that. So dude, and now dude, it's, it's fucking tragic. This whole case is tragic. Brandon's family has been ridiculed. Um, he comes from a nice family from what I can see. People come out of the woodworks to talk about how he said he was so rich when he was at school and his dad could get him out of anything. And you know what? I bet you he did say that stupid shit. He was a kid. Allie's friends say that he was abusive. And I don't think that. I think the way that he treated Allie was not the right way to treat anybody. Um, But I also think we have to have higher standards and not let people treat us like that either. Right. It's like, you don't call me back, then fuck you. You know, like, I don't need you. We need to, our girls need to know that they are not to be treated unkind. And if people are not being nice, you don't need you to know, be around it be like girls a, or boys, you know, you don't need to be a re- high school class. Totally. Right. Like you don't need <laughs> friends like that. You don't need boyfriends like that. Like, yeah. And it should be both ways. Like boys should be schooled about, you know, yeah. if she is not saying yes, that is a no. I know there's so many lessons, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing is now Brandon, uh, I have read is spending his days in the worst prison in America. He is at, or it's at least one of them. Okay. He's at parchment prison in Mississippi. And it is rough. Brandon's pretty boy uh, looks, I think, um, have now changed. His appearance is much more hardened. He has a shaved head. I think it's a prison thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also hear there's a very distinct class system in this prison. And I think it's brutal. And there's a lot of gangs. There's a lot of violence. There's a lot of killing. Um. So to me, I'm like, dude, I might have rather got the death penalty than being that. I don't know. It's it looks it it seems really, really rough. And yeah, I'm sure he is regretting that. I mean, how can you not? But like, fuck his life. You know, it is. It's a lot. And it's going to be a long one. He's what? 20 something years old. He just got there a couple of years ago. Yeah. And for Allie's family, I mean, I just hope that her like little delightful spirit can come through and live through them. Um, I yeah, and I hope it just doesn't because I like have I foresee that I don't want anyone to take this as when we're discussing her behavior. I didn't know anything about this case before Tab just told it to me that we are victim shaming shaming her. Yeah. yeah. 
But it is it is just you have to explain all of the details if you're ever going to learn anything of it. And like we've said, we've been there. I think so, too, because I did think that also I was like, are people going to think that we're victims shaming her? But I am thinking it's more of a lesson. It's like, dude, we've all been there. We I mean, not all of us. Right. There are some girls that just have it together when they're young and they don't take shit. Yeah. I'm hopeful mm-hmm. like right now my daughter's like that. And so I'm hopeful it just like it it stays like that. But I also talked to her about that. Like I'm like, you you know, because her friends have some boyfriends that are not as good. And I'm like, no, like you tell them, like cut that shit right away. But I just I don't know. I just think there's a lesson. And that's why I did this case. It took me a second because I I did think it was going to come off like that a little bit. But Yes. And talk to your daughters about identifying controlling behaviors. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, because I'll bet there were some red flags for girlfriend about this guy that it's always on his terms. Right. You know, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and it's that. not. And, and we've all been there too. <sighs> it Listen, it doesn't get better. Walk away. It doesn't yeah. get better. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I had a long conversation with my mom last night just about that early on in, in her life, how she let some people manipulate her and stayed in a relationships that were abusive. And it's like, it happens to the best of us, right? It can happen to anybody. And there is, there are places also, if you're in a a situation that you can get help and you can get out and it's, and and if you are one of those people, please, you know, uh, Kyla and I work at like all these shelters for people that have been in situations and, and there are other people just dealing with the same stuff. So yeah. anyways, that's why I said it's a little, I mean, the case was like not a light one. Okay. And well, tragic. thanks for doing it. It's a good mm-hmm. reminder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, uh, happy Memorial day. This comes out on Memorial day. So hopefully you guys are all, you know, throwing a barbecue or something. That's what you do. Jello. Hopefully sun comes out for you. Um, and if you haven't given us a rating or review, please do so on Apple. If you like us, if you don't like us, there are plenty other podcasts that you can listen to. Um, and I encourage you to do <laughs> and Gretchen says second. <laughs> um, I think that's it for today. Okay. Clink, 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 clink.